Hello and welcome back to the OGV Community Catch-Up, a podcast where we take a look at some of the companies in our fantastic OGV community and try and make the energy sector more accessible for those looking to get involved. I'm today's host, Andrew Tindall, and I'm joined here today by Jason Brown, who's from A's. How are you doing today, Jason? Hey, it's terrific, Andrew, and thanks and thanks to you and the OGV community for giving us opportunity uh, to, you know, talk some stuff uh, about A's and, and let you quiz us on what we're up to. Absolutely. It's always great to have you on. So um, who are A's and what do you do? Yeah, so we've, we've kind of exploded on the scene, uh, kind of strange uh, one. Uh, you know, we've, we've got a great marketing department. They've done a great job, you know, of getting us noticed. OGV, of course, we, we signed up to really quickly uh, and promoting us out there uh, as well. So, we've yeah, we've exploded on the scene. So we, we were kind of born of this uh, perfect storm within the, the energy in, uh, industry, Andrew, particularly oil and gas. And where we were just emerging from that slump, you know, in 2019 into 2020, uh, as well, and then we went straight into, of course, the global uh, COVID pandemic as well. All at a time uh, when within the group AKBP, uh, we're preparing to embark upon the development uh, of the southern part of Nawaka uh, called NOAA, uh, which is one of the largest remaining uh, oil and gas fields in, in offshore Norway as well. So it could have been a strategy from the AKA group and a few clever people and leaders without that group to you know, kind of just wait it out you know, uh, and, and hold still for the Acker family said. Instead, they did something bold. Uh, and, and what they, they did uh, was, you know, form a new company called ACE to actually address, uh, you know, this opportunity with NOAA as well. There were some concessions in Norway that was going to allow that to happen as well. But a real realisation from the Acker group to make this viable that we were actually going to have to use software in a completely different way, you know, to develop that field, uh, you know, and make it actually viable as well. So that was really why uh, ACE was kind of born, you know, from the, from the ACA group as well. So so a lot of support to do that as well. So how we did it, so we had no, obviously, that opportunity as well, but we had other various parts uh, of software companies, you know, building applications within the ACA group. So what we did was we consolidated that into the one company uh, and called that ACE. Yeah, so we're building our software on our sister company, which is Cognite. Yeah, yeah. So they provide uh, the contextualization and world leading, you know, getting that data in a reusable way via the platform as well. So we're building all our software on the top of that. So together we're tackling that uh, NOAA problem with Cognite. Yeah, but also what we travelled with was a wonderful customer base of about thirty customers. Yeah, globally who have came on this journey with us today. So we're we're in quite a privileged position. Uh, as a startup so yeah it's been hard work but it's been great fun yeah yeah it sounds very interesting especially to see a company sort of born out of a that that, that uh, you know, difficult time period last year so um so what sets you apart as a company then i think i think for us uh you know we're re- really uniquely positioned and you know as a startup as well so it's a great position to be uh to be in as well so we've got the support of akira asa you know who's our main owner we've got a terrific board uh, made up of various members, you know, of the Acker family as well. You know, uh, Kala Hashvig, for example, is uh, who's the CEO of Acker BPs or chairman. Yeah. Uh, and we've got that great support as well. So we've got all that experience. But if you think of the Acker family as well and the expertise and support that we can call on, you know, and through collaboration. So we talked about Cognite, you know, they're leading providers of the structure and contextualization of the data as well. But look at the wider Acker family as well. So we've got Acker Solutions, we've got Acker Horizons as we move into renewables, you know, and of course, AKBP as well. So we've got everything in place to be a success. But without our customers, you know, we're just kind of taking a walk, you know. So we've been really privileged that our customers have supported us. You know, they're excited about this journey as well and what we can actually bring, 
you know, and it's quite humbling, you know, in periods as well that they've actually stuck through this, through this as well. So what differentiates us, you know, is a strong base, a strong industry base as well, a whole bunch of competency within ACE, you know, to, to make these challenges a reality as well, but also a, a real strong customer base who are not only, we're not only serving, but they're helping us to make these solutions as well. So I hope that makes sense in, in terms of how we kind of differentiate. Yeah, it absolutely does. So you mentioned there a little bit about renewables. So what sort of disciplines across the energy industry are you are you involved with? Are you involved with uh, traditional oil and gas as well? Yeah, so so our main our, our main uh, focus at the moment is oil and gas. Uh, and what we're trying to do is, is, is number one, uh, you know, uh, create this outstanding, you know, digital twin for supply chain end to end, you know, for NOAA. Uh, but also take our existing oil and gas customers on this digital journey uh, as well. So that's that's the first focus, uh, migrating a lot of the customers across. The next one as well is, is expanding, you know, beyond oil and gas and moving into renewables uh, and indeed other industries. But the, the main focus is renewables. So you, you might have seen in the news as well. So you've got ACE, Aka Horizons and Cognite. So we've initiated this collaboration, you know, to take this uh, Aka Horizon portfolio to the next generation. So, so the real move for us is, is supporting those guys who are already in renewables, but for our own customers as well, getting them on a digitalization journey and then you know helping them transition into you know a more renewable area as well. Okay. So um, you know, you have a location in Aberdeen. How much of your business is conducted in this area? And also how important is Scotland Taze? Yeah, it's it's a great question as well. So so we've grown at an incredible pace uh, since we started. So we started back in October uh, with 70 staff, and that was kind of 50-50 between uh, Norway and UK. It's kind of still sitting like that as well, slightly more uh, on the Norwegian side on that as well, but we've got 50 plus uh, staff in Aberdeen at the moment. We're still recruiting. Yep, so uh, if you're interested, particularly graduates, you know, entrepreneurs, uh, et cetera, you know, give us a shout. We're easy to find uh, as well. So Scotland's absolutely fundamental uh, to the future. Scotland was and still remains uh, the home of our operate portfolio, yep, as well. Whereas, uh, you know, Norway was traditionally more on the EPC side. We broke down those barriers by the reorganisation, but Scotland's uh, still super important. So much important that uh, we've got all this back and it sounds great, but we still need help. So Scottish Enterprise, uh, again, have come in uh, to support us as we grow as well. So there's a commitment from Scottish Enterprise, Lynn Davey and the team, yeah, if Lynn's listening as well, I'm sure I'm sure she'll be looking out for this as well. But a real thanks to Scottish Enterprise because we can't do everything. But what we can do with that support is continue to support jobs in Scotland. Yeah, and we'll continue to do that forevermore. Yeah, if you read uh, in the press as well, uh, Schillinger Rocker, uh, you know, uh, our main shareholder as well, you know, told us they found a jewel in Scotland. So it remains, you know, close to Akareyasay's heart. Uh, my own heart, I've, you can hear by the accent. I'm Scottish as well. Yeah, and when I turn my background off here, you'll see that we're back in the office. So super important and recognised also by Scottish Enterprise that we're doing a good job, yeah, and securing these jobs for the future. Yeah, it's always good to see sort of a business thriving locally. I mean, you already touched yeah. on it a little bit, but, um, you know, you have an existing customer base. That's quite a unique thing for a startup, isn't it? It is. We've, we, we're kind of we're a startup that's been going for 30 years if that makes sense uh, as well. So, so we have some of the original people uh, right at the, the start who were using software, you know, to kind of solve problems as well. And we built up this customer base as part of the Acker Solutions Group. In Aberdeen before ACE, we were called IX3. Yeah, and we were the Acker Solutions uh, kind of software company as well. So really unique uh, to have traveled with that as well uh, and a lot of energy as well. So it, it's kind of, 
you know, it's very humbling and privileged because there's a lot of clever guys out there uh, doing it. And we, we've had a great start, but we've allowed to have a great start because of that loyalty from the customers. And, and you know, just a back to thanking these guys uh, again. Okay. So, um, so what are you working on right now? Are there any challenges you've had to overcome recently? Yeah, I mean, uh, the, the number one challenge uh, for us in, in Aberdeen in Scotland is, is moving our existing customer base uh, into the cloud as well. We've got a lot of legacy software yeah, uh, that's out there. And what we're trying to do is, is, is land them really simply, no fuss, no pain, and move them into the cloud so that the solution that they're getting from Ace is recognizable. It's out the box, so there's no customization. They get their hands on it and they're in uh, the driving seat straight away. Yeah, and make sure that we take them on this digital journey really simply because our customers have these ambitions as well, particularly in Brownfield, where it can be a daunting experience to, am I making the right decision? Yeah, can I land simply? And what I'm going to buy in the decisions is future ready and it's going to integrate with my ecosystem so that I actually get that value. So that's the number one challenge as well. And the future challenge is, imagine this world, if we get this right, where everything is going to have a twin, yeah? Where, or an object, every object, not you know, not just parts of it as well. Whether it's a pump or you know a, a subsea production system as well, and it's going to rely on this. No, it's not going to. It's actually going to be driven by this twin. So there's a duality of that. So what we're struggling with the future is, you know, somebody's going to do it in operations as well. We hope it's us uh, and and with our sister company, Cognite, and a few other clever people. Uh, that are supporting this as well. But that's what we're going to be wrestling with in the future. Somebody's going to do it. Somebody's going to get there first. We're hoping it's us with the customer base uh, as well. But that's the, the real big challenges as well. And, and of course, don't underestimate the, uh, the NOAA uh, work that we're doing as well. You know, creating this digital supply chain where hundreds of people will be working without paper, yet developing and maturing a, a twin, you know, from concept into engineering, automating the engineering, we're talking about 20, 30% saving in the engineering hours, and then actually taking that into construction fabrication and then moving it into operations. So it's huge as well. So we've 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 done, uh, we're not taking it easy, put it that way. So there's a lot of challenges out there. And the other one is recruit. You know, to do this, we're recruit, recruiting at pace. So we need talent, yeah, uh, and the best people we can find. Yeah, that's uh, that sounds very very exciting. Certainly, like it looks like there's a there's a positive future for the company. So, yeah. so what would you say is next then for you? Next, next for us, uh, obviously, is uh, you know trying to you know take this existing customer base across. Yep, work with them closely to get the ambitions on how we can actually start to build you know these end to end digital twins for them as well. Make the data work for them in a different way and push these insight. The big move to meet their ambitions with regards to re renewables. Yeah, if you look at an existing production facility, for example, even as simple in oil and gas, you know, they're aging, they're beyond design life, OPEX is rising, the new emission controls coming in as well. So can we actually help them be more profitable, meet these targets as well? But more importantly, you know, can we build the software and the applications and be a partner that they can make this renewable as well, make it viable for them, Andrew, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. So. Tell me about your company culture. I noticed on the website the word cucumber is mentioned quite a bit. Yeah, uh, I knew you would pick up on that as well. So, so very deliberately. So you probably work out, uh, and when we start opening up again, you're more than, you're more than welcome. Well, we'll meet you at the tap room, yeah, and you can you can come and see that as well. So there's definitely this kind of diversity or a playfulness, you know, uh, and creativity that resides 
around this as well, uh, you know, and sits in a value prop. So we've, we've kind of got three values as well. I better say the other uh, two, or people might get confused as well, but definitely check it out on the About Us on the website. So the first one, uh, collaboration, you know, really important to us as well. We're here to, you know, collaborate both internally uh, so that we can solve problems, but more importantly, create these environments for our customers where they can make, can make data collaborate and people can collaborate and then they end do more. The second one, another C, is curiosity. So we think of our teams uh, as part developer, part explorer, and we encourage that. You know, we encourage them to fail fast, get involved in other things, you know, and actually, you know, be curious about things and challenge it as well. And cucumber. Yeah. So our third value, the third C, could have been any C, yeah, but we chose cucumber. And believe it or not, Andrew, this is a beacon that we kind of surround ourselves with as well. It kind of draws us this word cucumber. I'm very deliberate because cucumber makes you think, what's this? But it also reminds us to be different. Yeah, I don't think any other company has picked, we may have picked a vegetable, of course, apple. I'm not sure that apples are in there, whatever. And the apple or the pear probably weren't available. Uh, that's a joke that we get all the yeah. time. <laughs> but, you know, but cucumber, it reminds us to be different, but not different for a different sake, different to be better as well. We're building a new tech house in Formaboo in Oslo. We, uh, our contribution to remembering ACE is, and the foundations was a lot of plastic cucumber. Yeah, National Cucumber Day, I think it's June the 14th. Yeah, and we do a mean uh, gin cocktail with cucumber in as well. So if you want the recipe, you know, we, we can give you that as well. But yeah, it might sound, to us it's not twee, uh, it's, it's absolutely something that's attracting it and people love it. Uh, when we're starting people, you know, this, these 70 people who are employed, it's that kind of playfulness uh, and this difference uh, that they really enjoy working for ASOM. I hope that answers it as well. Yeah. Cucumber. Yeah. Yeah. That's different. It's, yeah. Certainly, it's certainly a unique thing and I'll keep an eye out for June 14th next year. Yeah. Uh, so um, just moving on a little bit, one of the biggest stories over the past year, of course, or year and a half, I suppose, has been the pandemic. And it feels yeah. like we're perhaps on the way out of it now, but it's certainly affected all of our lives massively. How did A's deal with that, especially considering you were sort of uh, born into the middle of it? Yeah, it, it, it all comes down, it comes down to people uh, and the leadership and the kind of communication as well. We, we were lucky we were all together as a startup, uh, you know, to, to be together and be really close. You know, there's a lot of uh, fun in the office. There's a lot of socialising as well. So that, that group of people and the team that we had, you know, both in Norway and the UK, you know, was sticking together as well. And we, we really took a lot of time to think about this. We, obviously, as developers, we've got a lot of tools available to on, on a daily basis, yeah, uh, where we have, you know, can communicate in different ways and in different environments. But what we made was a, a deliberate decision, you know, not to leave uh, anybody out. So we're using those tools to have virtual coffee breaks, to call coffee breaks with random people. So you get to meet random people as well. Communication, not simply sending stuff out, you know, but actually making sure we still communicated on Teams. We had uh, Bar Ace, which opened at five o'clock on a Friday, you know, via, via uh, Slack or Teams or whatever. Uh, and we opened that up and we put music on as well. We've got Ace Radio, which we still have on at the moment, where somebody picks a theme for the day and everybody who's got their playlist on sits and goes through it, discovers music that they never heard before. Yeah, some of the oldies trying to, you know, get the prog rock back in and some of the new people. There's a going joke about uh, Bewitched in this office that a few people will laugh at as well uh, that's aimed at me. Uh, the other things that we did as well, regular quiz nights, 
you know, all the social stuff as well, but a real effort on uh, to be collective. There was no them and us during the pandemic as well. We had an outstanding Christmas party uh, with the added bonus that nobody was waiting for a taxi at 2am in Union Street on Mad Friday. Yeah, we really enjoyed that. So a lot of fun stuff as well, but also very conscious while we were thinking of that, thinking of the people who may struggle, you know, people who were living on their own, people who didn't have space or the right tools to do that. So we sorted that out, people with families, etc. So we always kept that opening. Yeah, and if you needed help and if you needed support, you know, we made sure that was in place as well. We also did some projects, uh, helped out local schools with kit, you know, for the kids during home learning, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So a real uh, conscious effort to get involved and stay involved as well. And I think we did pretty well. So we went through a startup. Yeah, we also delivered software to customers, and we were releasing uh, uh, products through a pandemic as well. And I think uh, it's taught us a lot. It's definitely taught us a lot uh, as a team and what the future could hold. Certainly, the future we are working. Yeah, it sounds like you've really uh, sort of embraced technology to to still, you know, maintain that connection throughout the pandemic. How have you yeah. found remote working? Is that something you think is here to stay? Uh, definitely. Uh, I think we'll move to a hybrid model uh, to suit some people. So I, I'm in the office today. Uh, it's not overly busy, but there's a few people about and it's kind of regular. So I don't think we're going to force it on people initially. I think we've got a hybrid. It'd be nice to see the teams. Yeah, and there is this sense uh, of ace uh, and belonging uh, also as well. But I think it's here to stay. I think we've learned a lot. I think we've learned a lot about our carbon footprint uh, as well, how we can reduce things, how we can collaborate. But from a personal side and, and a lot of the team as well, you know, it's nice to have that uh, human touch in the proper coffee point and, you know, a bit of banter and get around uh, as well. So we've learned, we've learned so much about how we can improve. But also the importance, uh, I think, of, of actually that having that home for a lot of people as well that you can go to and escape and, and meet people uh, as well. Yeah, we get the work done. We probably did more work at home. You know, you've probably done it yourself as well. But there's a there's there's a more important side to that teamwork and collaboration and solving problems together that I think we'll continue to do. Yeah. Yeah, from what I've heard, it seems like the hybrid model is something people are quite a big fan of. I guess it's about finding that balance between you know, still being functional and working, but also you still want that connection with your with your uh, with your teammates. It so, is, and if you think if you think Andrew, the, the majority of our people are developers. You know, for some of them, it's a, a dream being locked in a room with the lights off and nobody's talking to them, and they'll kill me for that. But you, you imagine, so we, we we had the perfect team looking after that, but also the personalities to get us through this. Yeah, yeah, sounds like a very uh, sounds like a very good way to handle it. So I just wanted to talk a little bit about the um, the environment and stuff. Uh, the government have you know set out some pretty ambitious plans for sort of carbon neutrality and that kind of thing, and that really deeply affects the energy industry. So what is yeah. is doing to reduce its impact on the environment? Yeah, so we'll do. So, so being a software company, you wouldn't think that we've got a big carbon footprint as well. But you know, a lot of uh, our team and a lot of the new people, what we're attracted to is, is what we're going to do in the market, and I'll talk about that in a second. But when you think of what we're doing at ACE as well, we, we learned a lot. So about our travel, you know, our space, we reduced our space significantly as well, our energy consumption as well, looking at our behaviours of how we can get people to and from the office, how we travel globally, et cetera, as well. So doing our part and very conscious that we're doing our part uh, in the team. And it's actually a measure for us that we're doing that. But I think our big input, just back to what we're talking about renewables, is how we can actually, you know, change, you know, kind of the dial and the mode, you know, within the oil and gas as well. So, you know, can we develop the applications in the software, you know, that 
whether we're looking at emissions, can we control, can control that? Can we stop shutdowns, etc.? You know, by making data work, you know, predicting these events as well. Uh, and more importantly, help the transition. You know, we've got a, a, a superb and excellent workforce, you know, certainly in the UK and Aberdeen as well. So rather than, you know, operating, uh, you know, production facilities, can we get them, you know, involved in the operations, maintenance and inspection? You know, if wind farms, are, uh, you know, hydrogen plants, et cetera, as well, can we actually make the transition in the big yards from actually making, uh, you know, top sides, facilities and jackets and stuff and actually get them making the wind farms as well? So it starts about uh, ACE, how can we help improve the efficiency, you know, and be a, an absolute part of the change. And it's something our new developers in particular are really passionate about. And that's why they joined ACE, so apart from the culture, that we're going to make this difference. Yeah, that's definitely good to hear. And it's something uh, it's something I think a lot of companies are, are starting to do now. And it's, it's definitely a positive thing for the industry in general. Uh, so finally, uh, I'd like to end these podcasts by talking about a little bit about um, young people and sort of what advice you'd give to people looking to get into the energy industry so what advice would you give to sort of graduates or entrepreneurs who are looking to make a career for themselves yeah let's start with the graduates we've just had a fantastic time with i think it was 35 uh summer students we took in uh, as part of the machine learning camp so right you know really bright really bright guys puts to shame and a lot of this as well and right across the spectrum and and really wrestling and tackling a problem of uh, one of them was, you know, uh, image recognition, uh, recognizing corrosion and processing that on the edge, you know, so of a drone or an ROV that it actually finds it and it recognizes, you know, with trusted reasoning that this is corrosion, this is what uh, I would do, yeah, uh, and check as well. So we, we had these guys, we also had the business students and um, giving us a business case uh, as well. So, so we're doing it already. Some advice is uh, get involved. Your skills are transferable. I'm a mechanical engineer making software. Go figure. Yeah. You know, so it's it's not about, um, you know, what you're going to come out to as well. It's what, it's what you're drawn to. So my first piece of advice for the graduates is get involved, get out there, keep knocking doors. Yeah. Somebody will listen as well. If you've got a good idea, you know, it will happen. Yeah. And come as well. And skills are transferable. Absolutely transferable. For entrepreneurs, you know, you know where we are. Just check us out and don't give up. Uh, you know, when we started making software I, i've lost count of how many times over the last 10 years i was told it's never going to work that's not a good idea we're not going to do it so if you believe in it find the right sponsors find the right energy uh, around you yeah and it will happen as well so it sounds kind of cliche don't give up and stuff you know like that but it's the best advice i can give you believe in your idea see it through make challenge it get it you know get it somebody to throw stones at it as well to make you stronger. And then find companies like Ace and Cognite and a few others, you know, and, and phone them up. Somebody's willing to listen, yeah, because we're struggling with, with problems that haven't been solved yet. So we need talent and we need ideas to do that. Well, I guess, uh, you know, don't give up might be common advice, but there's a reason, there's a reason people say it. it's because it's, it's good advice. Um, yeah. You mentioned it already a little bit, but do you want to talk about any of the recruitment plans or opportunities you've got at Ace right now? Yeah, that would that would be great. So, so we're recruiting at pace as well. So, a wonderful, a wonderful uh, HR team and recruitment team as well who's taken this on. So, if you imagine since last October, that's has doubled our workforce. Well, so we're around around about the 140, as I says. The plan is to be 200 plus uh, by the by the end of December as well. So, we're absolutely back to this. We need talent. We need different skill sets. You know, to be joining us to to wrestle with these uh, targets as well. Uh, and, and as I says, it's part of our Scottish Enterprise Agreement that we will deliver these jobs uh, in Scotland as well. 
So yeah, really, really keen to, to hear from everybody out there. I think we're all over the place. OGV do a great uh, job of promoting us as well. So just get in touch. Yeah, absolutely get in touch. Yeah, absolutely. That's about the way to go. Are there any um, sort of skills you look for or sort of things you look for when you're bringing people on board? Yeah, we, we, we like to say we're, we're looking for the next rock stars uh, as well. But no, come with the skills that you have, you know, so, so it's about this openness, this collaboration. You know, it doesn't always have to be tech skills as well. We like to say if you've got the chops, we'll find you. But we come with the best you, you have at the moment with the skills and the experience and the ideas. Uh, and we'll help you uh, in ACE to become what you, you, know, you have to be as well. So we're looking for right across the board. We're looking for back-end, front-end developers, technical, functional architects, you know, AI specialists, as well as the commercial people. You know, sales, commercial, customer success, super important. So if you right across the board, we're recruiting at the moment, you know, so just keep an active eye on the board. Yeah, give us a shout. Uh, and the opportunities are certainly there. Yeah, particularly this year and into next year, we continue to grow at pace. That's a nice problem to have. Yes, yes, it definitely is. And I think yeah. if anybody's listening and interested in getting involved in that kind of thing, it would certainly be a, a good thing to look at. So yeah. um, I think that's probably about all we've got time for. Uh, you know, thanks for taking the time out of your schedule to uh, to talk to me. It's been a pleasure. Is there anything else you wanted to cover no, before we you. finished up? No, I think it's been great. It's been an absolute pleasure uh, as well. Again, just just a thank you uh, to the customers that are out there as well. Thank to OGV. Thank you to Scottish Enterprise. Uh, we're doing it, but we wouldn't be doing it without you guys as well. And Andrew, it's been a pleasure as well. Thank you so much. Sam. Thanks a lot. So um, where can people find A's online and on social media? Yeah, so it's just uh, ace.io. You'll find us on there. And you find us on social media, just search for, for ace. Yeah, uh, and you'll find us as well. Uh, we'd be delighted for you to follow us. There's always some cool stuff going out there. It's not always about the uh, the wins or uh, the, the EMT or whatever. I think there's some cool uh, stuff out there about how, who we're employing, why they would join us, etc. And I'm sure there's one or two uh, cucumber cocktail recipes out there that people will find interesting just before the warm weather disappears in Scotland. Yeah. Perfect. All right. Well, thanks. Thank you once again. And uh, you'll be able to find all these links in the podcast description as usual. Uh, you can also find us at ogb.energy for all the latest news, events and podcasts. And we'll be back next time with another member of our OGB community. Uh, massive thanks for listening and we'll see you again. Bye.